Welcome, D gentlemen and D gentlewomen, to episode two. That's right, episode two, season two of the Odds Get Even podcast. I'm your co-host, J. Roy Hammers here with not a big crowd today with Rally Hedges. How are you, man? Good, man. A little bit quiet in here. What happened? Yeah, we got a duo today, but honestly, sometimes the less the better. If, can you think of any good duos like in history? Oh my god, can I ever? But uh, I think we're going to talk about that a little bit later, aren't we? Yeah, but let's preview the folks. There's some good duos out there uh, in general. You can you can think of. Um, let's think here. You got some good duos in history. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything that we can't draft. Some good duos for the listeners here. Uh, who can we compare ourselves to, though? I'd say in terms of skill wise on the pod. Uh, we could be like Henrik and Daniel. We could be Simon and Garfunkel. We can be Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh. Yeah, definitely. I could be Drake and you're already Josh, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, iCarly and Sam. Yeah, but didn't they kind of like have a falling out? We don't want to be like that. Me and my ex. Oh, that was a good duo for a bit yeah either way though we're gonna get off of the duo mix if you are listening uh you know follow me back on instagram but other than that (laughs) we got a jam-packed week here but let's talk about let's address the elephant in the room here rally why are we missing rg from the pod i think he went to thailand with AJ. <laughs> oh, they both went to Thailand. Do you think he AJ returned? He had that long trip and then uh and then re- returned for one pod, but I think he went back. So this is what happened. AJ saw you and got fucking nervous and laughed. You think? And then RG tailed. Yeah, RG just he hasn't made a pick uh, on Twitter for a while and I think he's taking a little break. He might be in Thailand. I think he went to South Park to chill with Cartman for a little bit, <laughs> take some time off. Have you seen on TikTok all those South Park videos with the games on the bottom? Yeah, they're everywhere, man. How about like every video having like the the dual like top and bottom screen with like a, a random phone game playing? Like talk about like killing your attention span. Have you ever downloaded any of those games? I have, yeah. Yeah. But you know what you can also do? You can go and find an account and it's like playing those kind of games that you don't have to. And I'll be like looking through that for like an hour. Yeah. You've done that before. I have done that. Yeah. I gotta get to the the though. Yeah, like thing is though, every time I download those those fucking games, man, like I just get so many ads on my phone. I know, I know. And next thing I know, you go on Instagram and there's so many of those ads too. It's like those, I don't know if you get those, but those, you know, those true classic t-shirts where they make you look skinnier. I think uh, my theory is it's all just Vegas all behind it, trying to like get into our heads. But uh... I think it's just based on your search history, because obviously back in the day, I don't know if the listeners were, I was a little chubby. So I got clickbaited for one of those, for one of those shirts to make me look skinnier. I saw it. They're like, you want women to find you attractive? Buy these shirts. And I, I hammered that follow the link <laughs> button so fast. Next thing I know, I get the true classic. No free ads, by the way. And then I also get the height enhancers in the shoes. No, you didn't. 
I got those height. You know, you know the ones I'm talking about where they stick I, it. In the yeah. And I wouldn't even know I did. I'm talking about it right now. That's a niche product for short kings. That's definitely a niche product. I can't believe you actually bought that though before no, you like, finished. Buy it. No chance. I'm buying. Oh, you clicked. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, man, we might have to have an off pod chat if you're buying that kind of thing. A little intervention, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Like you got to have a little bit of confidence, man. You're hitting bets left, right, and center. I think that's why RG left. He got too intimidated, but I think you're, uh, you're killing it lately. So are you, man. There's a reason why we keep on tweeting on Twitter and we can take the else that I think that's the biggest part about betting is even though sometimes you're on a win streak, there are times where you can't hit anything you can't even hit a moving car at this point mm-hmm. like or a parked car sorry you can't even hit a parked car so you couldn't hit water if you fell out of a boat it's a good one it's a good one not mine but i remember you used that one on me i was like wow that's a good one. i wonder if he came up with it on, on his own no that's from the uh the coach in dodgeball a true underdog story really yeah have you ever watched that no, I haven't. Should I add on the list? You've never seen Dodgeball? I've played Dodgeball. I've never seen it. Like Vince Vaughn, Ben Stiller. Are you kidding me, man? No, man. I, I honestly had a little stage in my life where I just couldn't stand uh, Vince Vaughn. Really? Sure. Yeah, just something about his fucking face, man. I Yeah, but he's kind of cute, no? Like, I was a big Adam Sandler guy, though. Yeah, for sure. For sure. He's, he's Jewish, right? Well, yeah, I guess you're going to have to watch him. <laughs> Talk about a uh, good time to get back into Adam Sandler with the uh, golf getting back into in the full swing. No pun intended. That documentary was great. I binged that in one day. It was ridiculous. I was talking about Happy Gilmore, but I that, uh, that doc was good too. I haven't quite finished it yet, so don't tell me what happens. Oh, I definitely won't spoil it for you, but oh my God, I, I watched one episode. I was like, fuck it. I'm kind of like chill and just like not watch another one. Next thing I know, like five hours later, I'm on episode seven. Just got popcorn all over my fucking couch. On <laughs> You got the dog cleaning up after you and everything. Like, you know, the ones where you like, you're reaching it to the end of the popcorn bag and it's just like those, like it's not the popcorns it's those shells yeah like, well, that's the best part man yeah. yeah so you just take them all and put them in your mouth and you're like, <laughs> yeah i'll tell you one thing about that dog though i'm uh i'm excited for it and i'm afraid of it uh, i'm excited obviously because golf is a great game and i'm happy that it's finally getting like uh mainstream recognition but like if you've been golfing like before covid you know that like before back then you can get a tea time no problem covid everybody and their grandmother came out and tried to get a tea time and now you have to like fight like get a tea time for probably a month in advance like it's kind of wild it's that bad dude it's like a a bloodbath out there yeah you'll you'll learn we're gonna get you into golf uh once the weather warms up here a little bit but uh you gotta fight hard and i'm ready for it don't get me wrong but I don't want it to get worse. You know, you know what it reminds me of? This is where you say what? Sorry, what? This is usually what you say, like, what? And I say, you know what this reminds me of? And then you say, what? Well, I thought you were going to keep going, but what? <laughs> so remember when uh, Drive to Survive came out and no one knew anything about Formula One? And the next thing you know, 
everyone's just a big like Max Verstappen fan. Yeah, yeah. Give me the exact same vibes. Like everyone, everyone's just so into golf right now because like pod. Like you can't like like pick up Formula One. Like golf, you can go buy a, a set of clubs and whatever. Like you can't like get in in, in a car start driving around the track maybe you drive down like highway seven like that or something like that but well you can go go-karting i went go-karting like i went go-karting uh wasn't recently i, I think it was like a year a year and a half ago and it was so fun dude i talk about, about like daniel ricardo out there yeah like talk about an underrated activity go-karting because like if we're being like if we're being real like the danger is kind of relatively low like if you know how to drive you can go like compete, have a little bit of fun with your friends, maybe put a little bit of money down on it. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. But then if you put money on it, everyone's just gunning for each other and just oh, yeah. I don't know. Next thing you know, it's like Mario Kart out there. Yeah. Do you know the trick where like you go and like you just gotta go and nick them on the back back wheel and they like lose all control? I'm one of those guys that checks their blind spots and go kart. Do you? Yeah, I, I like okay. if I had a blinker, I'd turn them on too. If I'm turning left or right, yeah, I would totally take your money. <laughs> you definitely would. But either way, let's let's turn on to the real side of things. The real reason why we get up here every week and pod. As much as we say we do hit, it's been a little tough of a week for us, eh? Just it's it's one of those weeks I call it a Vegas get right week. This is what I, I'm sort of seeing it as. I want to start with you here because. Because I guess I've been talking for a little too long. What did you notice this week in the picks, man? Just would you say it's bad luck, or would you just say it's just it's just the way of the game? I think probably the way of the game. I mean, we we were hot, and Vegas had to come and correct a little bit. Uh, if we go back to the beginning of the week, like man, look at that. At the beginning of the week, I had my Champions League day with Napoli and Madrid, both hitting, both at plus money parlayed if you wanted to you could have but uh you had a couple great spots too earlier in the week but then later on we kind of calmed down like i got a little bit greedy and i called a porto ladder on a massive underdog which i mean they only lost by one not a big deal but like you know it didn't hit and then you for whatever reason kept on calling winnipeg and everybody knows by now that they're blacklisted right they're so blacklisted that they're just listed at this point. You just take I, away the black out of that. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's unfair to the color. But I, I'm not sure why you kept on taking it. But we can move on from that. We can learn from that. You had a couple of really good calls, actually. You had uh, the under and the wild in Toronto game the other day. I watched that really hard because I called a ladder on it, which <laughs> I was. Uh, that was pro- that was a very boring game. It was a really boring game, and you called it too. You were like, "Yeah, Mini like to uh, like to keep in the game." So full they credit to you goals. on that one. Minnesota hates goals. They, they hate do. scoring them, and they hate conceding. They <laughs> they to play card, they just love cardio. That's what they do. Yeah, and then they go and like retain salary in a trade they have no part in too. I don't know. Like, are they making the playoffs here? Like, what do you think? They're right outside of a playoff spot. They are keeping afloat they're taking on salary but somehow there's some finding ways to get those extra points i think in the last 10 games they went to shoot out like four times they yeah dude yeah they uh i don't know maybe a lot of heart could they be a contender for like the heart team maybe of the month 
wouldn't say it's heart, man. I'd just say they, 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 they're just one of those teams that just don't know if they need to rebuild. They're like Nashville from like two years ago. Kind of like Toronto from like 10 years ago. Right? That's a, that's a good one, actually. I like that Phil, Phil, JVR. By the way, uh, you know what I heard on the way into work this morning? What? On, uh, on the radio that apparently Toronto is kicking tires on none other than Luke Shen for a playoff run. So we actually got a defenseman, Sam Lafferty and Jake McCabe. I don't think we can get Luke Shen anymore. Well, I mean, Luke Shen can't be that, you know, he's probably pretty cheap, but like we can also talk about that trade. How about a, how about that deal, man? A good mid-afternoon per Darren bomb. What'd you think of that? So I think the Leafs are the best team in the league after that trade. It's not even a homer take. As you know, I'm wow. like, you know me, I'm the hardest on the Leafs. I think we're wow. now a really deep team. If I were to compare the Leafs to a team, I think we're an improved version of the Barry Trotz Islanders in the bubble. We are now a fourth four line team. Like you're going to see this in the playoffs and my updated pick right now, as it stands is Leafs to win the cup. And it's, it's not because we live in Toronto. It's I, I believe in this team and I'm, I'm the hardest critic on this team. So I think that if we get the right goaltending, which I think we do, Samson is playing pretty well and, and we get uh, we get our four lines going. I like O'Reilly as a center on the third line. We can take any team in the NHL, and we just need to get out of this dogfight in the in the East, man. This is brutal. Can you knock on wood right now, like on three? You don't One, need to knock on wood. Two, three. I'll knock on wood. Uh, I'm sticking with my take, though. Like, I, there's a reason why I'm the hockey god, right? So it <laughs> it's a good take, man. Like I. Uh, like watching these games they look different after that o'reilly trade am i wrong like they they really everybody on the team just kind of looks more fiery like up and down the lineup too you're not getting any like lull during the game where they kind of get dominated like they're kind of a force the entire period and i i don't know i didn't think one guy like that achari too can't uh, can't forget about him but one guy really like changed the mood and i'm all for it right now if you look at the actual roster compared to Tampa and Boston, Boston, they added Orlov and Garner Hathaway. I like the ads, but nothing compares to how we added. We added a lot of depth, which is what you need in the playoff hockey. And honestly, we added a lot of heart in Ryan O'Reilly. What I do all the time is I watch that St. Louis Cup run uh, with Gloria in the background in 2019 on YouTube. And the only thing you see is just Ryan O'Reilly just making big plays and scoring big goals. And that's why that's what we needed. Like last year, losing two one in game seven at home. You needed a guy like Ryan O'Reilly, just get pucks in deep smash bod, throw it to the point and get to the net. Like that's what you need. And we didn't have that. So yeah, that's what we finally have this year. Should they, do you think they can call Brett Hall over to be kind of a cheerleader figure like he did for them in 2019? I can't. I don't think we can call Brett Hall because he's in St. Louis. But what? What do you think? Who? Who do you think we can call in terms of Toronto people to come and, and captivate us and bring us home a championship? You know that would be a really good draft idea for another pod. Like like a a, a Toronto like former Toronto athlete like loved by the fans that would just like get everybody going. Like immediately, I think of like Junkyard Dog from the Raptors. Um, I don't know anybody for for the Leafs. I'm not too sure because we had we've kind of had a bad bad couple of years here. Maybe like a maybe like a Kadri 
pretty fiery guy, no? No, I'm not talking about trade. I'm talking about like like a no, no, I'm, yeah, I know, I know. Who would you think from that team? Well, the Vancouver Canucks had the green men. Remember those guys? Oh, I was talking about like athletes, but like yeah, we no, can do I'm that. talking about people in the crowd, like. And the Toronto Raptors had Drake, who was egging on Curry. Yeah. We had, uh, remember the waffles, the guys that throw like Waffle egg waffles? Yeah. We, we had, had Dark Guy, that one playoff run. Dark, yeah. He really helped, man. Talk about like a like, young team going up. Yeah. What were they? Like a top three seed, Washington. And then yeah. we had Dark Guy lift them to game five or game six or whatever they, they got bowed out in. I think we need like a trailblazer, someone that doesn't follow the rules and breaks norms. I think we need Chris Guy. I think right when you said trailblazer, I thought of Michelle Obama. Do you think she would be a good, good Leaf fan? I think she would be a good Leaf fan. I also, based on her stance on on human rights and everything, I think that she would be big on equality, which is something that the ref should keep in mind because when they ref in the playoffs, they like to put the whistles away and, and call penalties against the refs. So I think if Michelle Obama's in the crowd, definitely the refs would, would be more equal towards the Leafs itself. I don't think Michelle Obama's more of a hockey, hockey person. I, I know that she wrote in her book that she was big on lacrosse though. Oh yeah. Well, national, national game of Canada right there. Yeah, she was a, apparently she like she followed it. She's a big Toronto Rock fan. So I can see how she can come here and be a huge Leaf fan for the playoffs. But where would you see Michelle Obama? I feel like she's a big like I'd say like nosebleeds type of person. No, I feel like she'd be in the reds, like like top half of the bottom bowl. Like not like, like not. too not like too too good for everybody that she'd be in like a box or like front row, but like she wants to be with the fans and like feel the feel the energy, you know? But like hidden away so she doesn't get on to, on the TVA. Well, she'd definitely be on the jumbotron or the whatever you want to call it. But yeah, I feel like she'd want to get in it and and have a real real time there. <laughs> she gets on the jumbotron. She like shotguns <laughs> like a Molson. Yeah, yeah. Barack in the back. That's my wife. So who? Uh, since we're already on the topic of NHL, who do you think? I think I already told the listeners I like the Leafs coming out of the East. What are your two picks coming out of the East and coming out of the West here for, for I guess, the Stanley Cup? Wow. Uh, we can talk time. this through as well. Like we I can, would, yeah. Yeah. We got, we got all night. Uh, it's kind of a good question because in the East, you have, like, a bunch of good teams that could all easily get through. And then in the West, it's kind of like, well, who, who, do you, who wants to go through? Because, like, none of them are that good, right? So it's kind of like two sides of the same coin, but like they're they're very different. Uh, it's like it's just not like that at all. But I don't know. Out of the East, I'm pretty confident it won't be Boston, uh, just because you look back and it's never the uh, the team like like in Golden State a couple of years ago when they had their their record breaking year, couldn't quite get it done. Um, I don't know. Uh, Tampa can't be counted out. Toronto can't be counted out. I don't feel right internally calling Toronto my pick. Uh, just being a Leaf fan my entire life, I will probably go Tampa as bad as I feel calling that. But man, out of the West, I have no idea. Like, honestly, no idea. 
it's such a joke. Like I would love to watch McDavid finally do a little bit of a uh, little bit of damage. Uh, Winnipeg, I know they're blacklisted, but like you know what I thought about today. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, that's where you say what. Kevin Cheveldayoff, the GM, he's been there since they came back from Atlanta, right? Yeah. And how about what a job from him, man? They were uh they were like Atlanta weren't a good team when they took over. And now look at them, like still competitive. Exactly. Yeah. But uh yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see McDavid. I'd like to see Fan, obviously, our our, our team from from a while back, but I don't think they can quite make it in. They're so uh, out of the playoffs, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me uh, we can talk this out in the West. So I think a player that's coming out, at least in the in the uh, in, in the Pacific, you got Vegas up four points. So I think Edmonton is my pick to win the division. So that means Edmonton's going to play one of the wild card teams. In my opinion, I think it's going to be Edmonton versus the Kraken in the first round. And then you got Vegas versus the Kings. Wow. So I think Edmonton beats the Kraken. Vegas loses to the Kings. And then it's Edmonton Kings second round, which I think Edmonton wins. Probably, yeah. Then in the Central, I have Dallas finishing first, Colorado finishing second, Winnipeg finishing third. So that would leave the other wildcard team to play Dallas would be um, Calgary. I think Calgary makes it then because Calgary's in the playoff spot right now. They backdoor in, yeah. No, it's Minnesota. Sorry, it's Minnesota. So Dallas beats Minnesota, and then Colorado beats Winnipeg, and then Colorado beats Dallas, and then it's Colorado-Edmonton again, but this year Edmonton wins. You think? I don't know, man. I kind of like Colorado lately. They've been a good team to bet on, too. So you're picking uh, Colorado out of the West. No, I'm just saying I like them. <laughs> but uh, You know what? Yeah, if you're taking Edmonton, I'll take Colorado. We'll have a little bit of rivalry here. So I got Toronto-Edmonton in the finals. You got Tampa Bay-Colorado. Yeah, I feel like we've seen that movie too many times, no? Tampa Bay, Colorado? Well, just the two of them being like the favorite uh favorite out of their out of their conference. Like well, that's just a compliment on how good the teams are built, man. They're built true. Fucking they're built for tough. They that's are tough. for tough, yeah. All right, so those are some pretty good picks. We'll write them down. We'll, we'll revisit them. We'll obviously have a bigger playoff recap when the series is are, are more settled in. But let's move on to soccer here. What can we say? A big week in the Champions League. There's been a lot of surprises. Let's start off with your first call, the Porto ladder. Porto looked like the better team most of the game. I don't know if you've been watching, but for the first, I'd say 85 minutes or so, Porto really put it on. Then they got that, Octavio got that red, man. Like the soccer just one red card just changes the whole way of the game and and being new to this sport a red card is so much more than just a two-minute penalty man like it's it's ridiculous yeah but you're not new you've, you've been over around a while uh inter aren't that good though man like watching them in the italian league all year long they have their up, ups and downs so porto or you know they have a lot of heart like every other portuguese team That's all you have to say for this game? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Inter, Inter's been kind of fraud, man. Like, uh, one thing I'm confused about, I know Lukaku's been hurt, but the whole game changed as soon as Lukaku got on, man. Like, he 
runs the play. I'd call him a facilitator. One one player he kind of reminds me of is Westbrook in his prime. Wow, that's a hot take, man. Not many people can can stack up to prime Russ, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Lukaku's been good for them. He had a really good year, not last year, but the year before under Conte when they won the league. Uh, but then he couldn't quite figure it out coming back uh, back on loan here this year, which as a Juve fan, I'm all for. I really want them to fail, which is kind of why I took Porto at plus 450, give or take. But yeah, it uh, he came on and he had a quick impact, I guess. Like, good goal to, to win the game. Porto played with a lot of heart. An unfortunate red, I think. But uh, you were watching, man. You told me that they... They had played, or they were the better team. No, yeah, I, I just don't. I can't. I can't justify starting that striker Taremi again. He seems like he's snake bitten. He missed three glorious chances that game, where I think I think I could have finished that with my one star weak foot. So, so that guy is actually really good, man. I know he's good. He's just he's he was snake bitten that game. It looked maybe. like he had some money on in or. There was this one chance. It was right on goal. It was within the six yard box. The goalie was on the ground and he just absolutely flanked the chance. That was right there for our bet. He couldn't bury it. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been good, man. I I, you can't. I was pretty upset at that, man. Yeah. You know what I was upset about? Your uh, Manchester City team can't even get a a result away in, in Germany. Can we talk about that? Because we full on called that game. Uh, under corners, double chance, Leipzig. Talked about it all morning. What, what what did you do differently that morning to give you that Man City call? Because I know I know we can't doubt City and they're a great team, but they're one of those teams where they can scare you in the first game and then look like a completely different team in the second leg. And that's probably what's going to end up happening next game. They're probably going to rip them to shreds. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked coming home back to, back to the Etihad after a tough, tough result away. Uh, hopefully a healthy De Bruyne back on the field too, because he couldn't quite make the trip. But uh, yeah, man, I, uh, I'm not too sure what happened with them. Like they're in a little bit of a funk. Uh, Halland can't quite bury it anymore, which was bound to happen. You can't always score at that rate. But uh, yeah, they're in a little bit of trouble here. Like the the Prem title race is heating up a lot right now too. So maybe that's weighing on their mind. But I really thought they could pull away with a win. Uh, minus one ten. I thought it was pretty good value, but maybe not. Maybe we should should have stuck to our guns with uh, the under corner and the the winner draw. Sometimes you gotta just stick to your gut because if you go That's against true. it, you just really just you're just upset. Yeah. So let's so move on to the idea. to the Tuesday. It seems like you're hitting a lot on Tuesdays, and then on Wednesdays it just takes all your money. I feel like we got to stick to just Tuesdays. Should we just keep it Tuesday? Okay, Tuesday, because on Tuesday we're gonna first talk about Real Madrid. Got kind of lucky there. We went down two nothing. Four goals right away. What a heart performance, Real Madrid. They're they're for real. They're real Madrid. They're not fake Madrid. There's a reason why it's spelled Real Madrid here. So yeah, yeah, no, they. yeah, never doubt them. Like not I even when Chel- or when Liverpool went two no- or two nothing up, wasn't worried. I I doubled down on them. I think at two two, uh, I couldn't believe. I texted you. I could not believe they're giving giving Madrid, who have won that tournament 15, 16 times. They're putting them at plus two ten, like kind of a joke, man. Kind of disrespectful, and they made them pay. 
uh, which I'm really happy about. And Odds Get Even Faithful will be happy about. But yeah, uh, looking forward, man, to the next couple games too. Uh, we got all the rematches, so I'm fired up. This so, uh, sorry, go ahead. My bad for interrupting. No, no, all you, man. What's up? What's up, man? So I have a question for you, and I think we can also talk this out. Do you think we can give out confidently give out an outright winner for the Champions League right now, or would you say it's too early? Uh, there are just so many ways you can go, man. Like if we look at every all eight all eight uh, matchups right now, like pretty confident it won't be Milan or Tottenham. Bayern, I think, can pull away from PSG, and when Bayern get hot, not many people can stop them. Benfica are definitely going to get away from Club Bruges, uh, but I'm not just I'm just not sure they have the talent to make it all the way. Dortmund and Chelsea, I don't even want to touch. Madrid, I just ranted about. They are definitely a contender. Napoli are the best team in Europe right now. Uh, they're a contender for sure. Man City are always a contender, and then I don't think Inter and Porto can get out to can I can take either of those teams down. But I don't know because we have three of the four teams that I mentioned I liked: Madrid, by uh, Madrid, Napoli, and Man City are all coming from one side of the bracket. So we got a tasty, tasty road to the final coming. So who would you say has the easiest road to the final? Probably Bayern. They're they're up one nothing to PSG from an away goal already. Uh, so they're going back home to Germany to play them and can hopefully take them out. So they're uh, up two nothing technically. Well, not really, but well, they if it's have the away one or zero zero at home, they're moving on. Yeah, yeah. So they're up but, two nothing. Whatever. Oh no, sorry, they're up one nothing. Anyway, they got an easy path. They got the winner of Milan and Tottenham, and both of those teams are not doing too well right now. Um, but then on the other side of that, we have Benfica. We're probably going to make it through, and if I had to guess, most likely play Dortmund. I think they'll pull away from Chelsea, but I'm not too sure. Uh, and I don't want to make a call on that game, that's for sure. But then you have, yeah, Madrid and Napoli are lined up to face each other, like Man City and maybe Inter, unless Porto can come away with something. Uh, I'd probably take Madrid over Napoli, and I'd probably go with a Madrid and Bayern final if I had to pick. So those are that's a pretty good, I guess, synopsis. But there is some revenge here with Man City versus Madrid in your supposed semifinal that you have here. I think Man City has some have some something to prove. I can see Man City taking Madrid in the semis, but that's in your semifinal. In my semifinal, I have Napoli with with Man City here. Napoli is just a team of destiny at this point. They, they're like an auto tail. They are. Every, they are man. They're they're clicking like a soccer like a soccer team I've never seen click before. Playing great, great, great football and. I watched them on Tuesday. They're just a well-oiled machine, and that's what you need out of a soccer team, especially when you're only playing Champions League games once every, what, like two weeks or so? so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they are, uh, I told you, man, they're the best team in Europe right now. Uh, if uh, if you look at our Twitter, too, one of my favorite calls to make is Napoli to win by two. It's a great call. I took it on the weekend. Yeah. and I don't know why I didn't tweet it for some reason, but. No, I did. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. 
I guess that wraps up our, our Champions League. But <laughs> Napoli, honestly, I I would be convinced. I think so. Bayern's a plus three fifty. Madrid's a plus six hundred. Napoli's a plus six fifty. If we want, Bayern has an easy road to the finals. We can take Bayern to win because they they've been in good form league wise and, and uh, Champions League wise, right? So yeah, they have a bit of a, a league battle uh, back at home with Dortmund, but uh, yeah, it's Bayern, man. There's no way they can't pull away from that. Plus, they got my favorite goalie, Jan Sommer, in that. So they do good goalie, really good goalie, unreal. Love how they can they can just pick any player from that league and take him, but. He's actually the second best, no, the first best Swiss on the planet. Second one is Sepp Blatter, who built FIFA in general. Yep. Yeah. Third one would be the Army Knife. The, you mean the Swiss company? I just meant in general. I think that would wrap up Swiss our Champions Army League Knife. talk, though. Yeah, that does wrap up our Champions League. <laughs> so for our last segment before our draft, I do want to talk a little bit of NBA whoa might yeah. be an odds get even first right here odds get even first we're talking about nba here i would say one of the least popular sports in our podcast we tend to stay away from nba because a lot of us believe that it is a rigged sport but a couple of the boys i would say one of them has a future on the la lakers to win the championship we won't talk about that as of now but <laughs> What what are your thoughts? I'd say on the West first. Let's start here. Big trade deadline. I really like the Lakers, man. Honestly, like fuck, they got a lot of depth. I know LeBron's out right now. Uh, got hurt. I don't know if you saw the news. Of course. But, yeah. but there's a reason why they make these trades, and just something about that value of them winning the championship, or like just getting in the playoffs. I feel like they're just that one team that you don't want to play in the first round. Yeah, but the thing about the West and the NBA, uh, if you look at from number 10, the, the back end of the play-in for to the fourth uh, Phoenix Suns, who, by the way, are picking up a guy named Kevin Durant, uh, who should be healthy and back in a few days. So I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he's okay. But those two from 10 to 4, guess how many games apart? It's very tight. It's it's Honestly, it's, it's the tightest you can tightest squeeze ever. Just go right ahead and say it, man. Drop the line. I don't even want to say it. Okay. You're a good pod. We're a good, we're a good pod. We're yeah, keeping PG today. We I don't want to, but it is tight. It's very tight. It's like it's like trying to parallel park on your driving test. They pick the tightest fucking spot to yeah. parallel park. Yeah. But uh going back to PG, man, they are that guy and his team might be my my pick coming out of the West right now. Paul George, healthy Kawhi, and Russ joining that team. It's getting scary, man. I know they're going to overtime and losing a couple games, but like Russ is looking good. I'm I have Russ in fantasy. For those that don't know, I'm a big fantasy basketball guy. Uh, every time I want to talk about it on the pod, RG would like just hit me and call me rude things, so he couldn't do it. But yeah, I'm a big Russ guy. I've believed in him all year. Played well off the bench for the Lakers, and now he's going to go and have a little bit of a revenge tour for the Clippers. But yeah, it's way too tight in there, man. Like you can take, you literally take any team one through eight, and they have a shot. No, like that's the thing. And I would bet on the Lakers here. You got AD and LeBron. You, you got don't have LeBron. 
Well, LeBron's going to be back for the playoffs. They're resting him right now. We have enough depth. I say we now because I have the <laughs> we, so we We have enough depth to go far yeah. here. You need to get in the play-in game. They're one of those teams you really don't want to play in the first round. AD is an absolute monster. It's not LeBron. LeBron's secondary on this offense in comparison to AD. He is unbelievable. You got Vanderbilt and Beasley. We're a scary team. I, I honestly, I can say Clippers are scary as well. You got Russ back. He, he's good, but healthy Kawhi is honestly pretty scary. Now that you mentioned, yeah, he's pretty good. That's a nasty two K team, eh? Like, dude, the the thing about healthy Kawhi, we know being in Toronto, we know what he can do. Like, that's why you watch him the past like two or three weeks. It's like, yeah, like that guy's back and ready to play. And we watched him. That guy took Toronto. Like, I don't want to say all the way on his own, but he, you know, he, he carried the team to a championship in 2019 and there's no reason to believe why he can't do it with Paul George and with Russ helping him out now too. So, you know, um, that's a good point, but I also want to change the topic here. So, you know, when like your, your, your girlfriend's kind of mad at you, right. And you're trying to like fix it. And she like has her arms crossed and she says, and you're like, Oh, what's wrong, babe. And she's like, I'm fine. Yeah. Oof. You're or like, fine. or like you, you you drank too much and and you're in the Uber and the Uber driver is like at a red line. He sees you're struggling. He turns around. He's like, "You're feeling good?" And you're like, trying not to act. And like, I'm fine. What type of "I'm fine" do you think John Moran said when he said, "I'm fine in the West"? Would you would you wow. consider it to those fines, or would you would you be like, or you think he genuinely meant he was fine in the West? So it's funny because they haven't been playing well at all lately. And I really like them. I had Jaw in fantasy last year, and I kind of fell in love with him. Jaron Jackson has like way too much heart to be like even in a top in in a conversation for defensive player of the year. It should be him, no matter what. Uh, they just have a nice team all around, man. But yeah, ever since he 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 ran his mouth and started saying that, not looking too hot for them, eh? Yeah, not at all. Jaron Jackson Jr. though. <sighs> Fuck, I was looking at his future of defensive player of the year when he was a plus Has 200. When he was a plus 200, I was going to take it. And I'm like, you know what? He could get injured. I don't like the Memphis coach. He, I, For some reason, I, I, he just... Jared Jackson Jr. just did not average enough playing time for me to take him at that point. And now it just looks like a clown take. He's like a minus three, three 250 or something to yeah. win. Um, top. He even missed about a month and a half at the beginning too. Take up like that's crazy, man. It's unbelievable. You're a, you're a heavy favorite for for the DPOY, and you don't even play for probably what twenty games, fifteen to twenty games. It goes to show how much he loves defense. Wakes up probably in the morning and just plays defense right from the start. And right from the start, yeah. Like he definitely beats his alarm by ten minutes. Ha- has to, man. Defends against plaque, bacteria, and other germs by brushing and flossing twice a day. Double knots of shoelaces so it doesn't get sure. Yeah, you can't trip. Yeah, man. I don't don't want to get in the way of that guy. 100%. There's no one stopping him. He drives in the fucking left lane, in the right lane, and because he's driving speed limit. Mm -hmm. Defending against, I don't know, uh, Defensive driving. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Defensive driving. He's just such a defense guy. But I think that just closes the book on the West. It's just an absolute dogfight. In terms of the East, 
what obviously it's the Celtics and Sixers I see here. What are our thoughts on our hometown Raptors, man? Fresh off a loss to Cleveland. We're in a playing spot. I Hurdle's playing great. Like he don't get me wrong, it was a great trade, but you think we're making the playoffs or at least making any damage in these playoffs? I think they can, man. I I was saying it the entire year. Get that team of big man and then watch what they can do. Because you're watching uh, Pascal and Precious like fight for their lives out there in the paint, trying to grab a rebound. And now you got a big yak up there that can grab 15 of them in one game, give the ball to the other guys and let them run the floor. You know, give a little bit of protection around the rim, a little bit of a more of a threat in the paint in the um, in the offensive end. Like, how can you not play in the NBA today without a big man? You can't. And you pick, you look at, uh, they just won four in a row. They had a tough game in Cleveland the other night, but you know, they happen. Uh, yeah. It, great trade. I think they can backdoor in. I don't think they can go too far, but, uh, they can for sure backdoor in given who they're fighting to. Like you look like Atlanta are a good team, but can Trey Young carry that team with all the narrative around him being a coach killer. Miami, Jimmy Butler can't be, can't stay healthy. Washington probably can't do too well either. They got a negative record right now. So Toronto is too, but like I think Toronto might have a little bit better of a team with or uh, KP being a band-aid all the time too. Chicago can't win a game. They're falling hard, man. Uh, yeah, I think they got a shot. Who do you like coming out of the East though? I'm gonna have to go with the Celtics, dude. It's the just really? the it's the experience with the Celtics. Yeah. Tatum's an absolute dog. Like, oh god, man. it's it's ridiculous what he's doing. And man, how sick would it be to be his kid right now? His kid probably <laughs> doesn't even know how good his dad is. Like, he is. Yeah. He doesn't even know. Like, he's gonna be like twelve years old one day, and people are gonna be telling him, "Dude, your dad used to do some naughty things on the court." Yeah, he used to be him. He might still be by then. Who knows? Don't know why he called him Deuce. I don't know. Deuce Tatum. Kind of a tough handle, no? It's a tough Twitter handle, but he's definitely getting made fun of at school. Like, Oh, for sure. Yeah. Think about that, man. Yeah, no, I don't even want to jump into that. For the what if you know he's tuning into the pod? We don't want to make him feel uncomfortable. No, for sure. No, definitely. It's a dope name though, Deuce. It's like calling a kid like well, like, what would it be like June or April? Like one of those types of kids, Deuce or like April, like spring. Imagine calling a kid spring. Yeah, that kid would get bullied 110%, man. At least you, call it like winter. Have you ever met a person named Winter? Yeah, but like, I don't know, maybe for a girl. But I think if, if you're a, no, a girl maybe, Winter. What's wrong with that? She might be a bit of a heartbreaker. Never mind. Yeah, she no comment. She might be a little bit of a heartbreaker. But what's your pick out of the East, man? I'm curious with your reaction. I know you have that future on this on the Sixers, but all bias aside, like who's who's coming out of the East for you? It's less of a dog play in the West. I, I, I it's a little more spread out, but I, I'm kind of curious give, to see your takes, man. Give me Philly. I took Philly like two, maybe three months ago now, and I'm enjoying riding that. Harden and Embiid are finally clicking, like clicking a little bit. 
Maxi's kind of settling into a bit of a role. Uh, same with Tobias Harris too. But Embiid is just doing things that like no normal person can do. Like guys averaging like 32 a night, Harden feeding him all day long. Harden's got like a triple double in eight of his last 10, uh, double double, not triple double, uh, in eight of his last 10. They're clicking, man. Like I like them. I like the way they play. Embiid, like, really annoying, but fun to watch. Like they're on a good little run. I think they can continue. Giannis in, in Milwaukee, I don't know if we can trust him holding it together. I'm sure he'll be fine, but he's got a wrist injury and an ankle injury, and it's always something. Then you got Middleton out, Bobby Portis out here and there. I don't know if we can trust that Milwaukee team right now. And then Boston, it's a big, big hurdle to overcome, but uh, I don't know, just not, not quite sold on them yet. Yeah, well, that's a good take. I guess we'll agree to disagree. Sure. I'm just big on experience. And uh, is Marcus Smart back? I remember me and you went to the Raptors game when he got hurt. Yeah, that was killer, man. We had a, a great parlay crafted, four or five legs, and it all hit other than him because he got hurt like the, what, just before half, right? Yeah. Yeah, still think about that. But yeah, that's our that's our sports segment for our podcast, man. We covered a lot of sports today. One thing I do want to ask you: so coming down this last stretch, I would say for the next month and a half, what is the most the, the sport you're most hyped to see roll out? If you're not you, so I know your like preferences are obviously soccer, but if you are a neutral fan, hockey has its last stretch going into the playoffs, basketball as well. And then soccer with the UCL and all the league races coming to the end. What do you think is the most hype sport to look forward to here? It's really difficult not to say soccer, man. Like, I hate to be a homer, but how do you not like when you got five different leagues, probably four, we can't count the French league with a title race going on. Then you got European competitions too. Like, I don't know. It's tough, tough not to enjoy that. A lot of parody too. You can get an underdog taking down the top team all the time. Uh, I think basketball will be a close second. I just love basketball playoff time. Nothing better. Maybe playoff baseball. But uh, yeah, just a lot of parody in that league. Fun to watch. Fun to gamble on. What about you? Dude, baseball starting, man. It's great. I'm excited. I think baseball is a season to start. You got all the new rules coming in. Jays are playing again. No, but I'm kidding. Uh, can't watch the Grapefruit League. I'd say for the next month and a half, the most exciting thing would have to be college basketball. Wow. I'm really excited to watch the March Madness. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, getting my own takes off of other people's takes. So mm-hmm. you're going to see a lot of more college basketball coming from my end. And and uh, it was really exciting last year. I was pretty close to basketball. I, I fucking called it rigged nonstop. But the, something about college ball is just, it's kind of it kind of pulls you to it. It's like it has like a little magnetic force. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to watch college basketball. Yeah, March Madness really can can pull out people you least expect to to make their own bracket, and you know it's got a gravitational pull to it. You're right. I don't know it's why it's called March March Madness though. I'm pretty happy about it. Like um, well, it, usually it occurs during the month of March, and things tend to get pretty mad. Are you like mad in March? Are you calling like you're just upset the whole time? Could be, yeah. I don't know. 
I think, I think this could be they can never find like there's like 12 games going at once. You can only find like one on our Canadian cable. So I think that's why you're probably mad. Yeah, you gotta find them online and but we won't talk about that. We might get shut down. Oh, get all those ads of like those women yeah. in the area that I want to fuck. Yeah, they're in your area five five K away. Miles for for our American listeners. <laughs> But yeah, so that wraps up the sports section. Let's talk about our draft today. We got a duo today. So let's draft. We're going to, we only got two of us today. Let's draft the top five. I'd say like a starting five basketball style of the best duos you can find. I'm going to give you the honors to start. We're just going to go back and forth. Going to draft the one, the two, the three, the four, the five. Doesn't, it's not their position. So like the 101, the 102, we're just going to no. go like a first round. Yeah. And, and then, and then uh, I I don't know if we should compare, but then we'll talk about some honorable mentions as well. Duos. So you want to explain, I guess, for the listeners who are kind of confused about what the duos are. So a duo is- can a duo can be sorry to cut you off there, man. That's my bad. Oh, a duo can be anything that goes well together. You got peanut butter and jam, like Sunny and Cher, Hall and Oats, like, can and be anything from food to. I don't know, like decoration to music to like anything, man. Anything that a, a normal person like RG would recognize as a duo. So you're going to start with the first pick here. Let's pause. I want to enter in the sound effect now. So give it one sec. Okay, you're good now. Okay. At my one, uh, everybody knows I'm Italian. Give me olive oil and garlic. At my one. You throw that in a pan, you get it frying. Nothing, nothing will smell better. Nothing. Wow. That's a that's a crazy duo. Good duo, man. Pick that first, but I'm not Italian. That was a crazy duo. Yeah, didn't see that one coming in. That's that's a good one. So my duo is freshly cleaned sheets and asleep. When you first get into your sheets and they're freshly clean and they just feel great and you're just ready to sleep. That duo right there. That's a good duo. That's an underrated duo. It's like, like you know, the one where you're like fully like outstretched, like toes fully out. You're like doing the running man in bed. Like it's just so clean, so fresh. Yeah. And I heard uh, a weekend morning is a free agent next year. So they could really push for him and get a big, big three for next year. For what? For next year, they get a big three, getting clean sheet, sleep, and weekend morning together. Wow. Like when you're not hungover, waking up, yeah, yeah. actually feeling good on a Saturday. There's so no, many weekends where you just feel like crap. Nothing nothing to do, and you just wake up in a clean sheet, refreshed. Yeah. Okay, second round. You got this. Okay. At my two, give me... Lennon and McCartney. Do you know who I'm talking about? Bro, you know I'm ESL, man. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> like, the Beatles, John Lennon. Paul oh, Lennon. yeah, I know John Lennon. You should have said it by their full name. I would have known that. Yeah, okay. Lennon McCartney, them. bro. Lennon and McCartney. Lennon and McCartney, yeah. Give me the two of them. Give me the two greatest songwriting or greatest songwriting duo of all time. Not even going to talk about it. Go on your pick. Second favorite duo. This has been a duo that's spanned for probably since childhood. 
Vodka and Gatorade. Wow. Just a staple duo that you just, everyone starts with. You speak to anyone, I'd say anyone you ever meet and say, what, what was your first drink? What was, how did you first get drunk? It was like, oh, I was in Matt's basement on the couch mm-hmm. and he gave me a red solo cup and it was blue Gatorade and vodka. And then next thing you know, they're puking. But everyone remembers the vodka and Gatorade. That's a good pick. That's a really good pick. I think it's off the board. Steal that too. Great pick coming out from the Russian league, you know? It's an unscouted league, undrafted. Yeah, it's like picking up like a 25-year-old and he might go and win rookie of the year. But uh, Real Caprizo right there. Yeah. At uh, at my three, and I can't. I'm kind of happy neither of us have taken it yet because it's like kind of like Shane Wright. Like everybody thought it would go number one, and then it kind of fell down. Give me peanut butter and jam. You get peanut butter and jam on two pieces of white bread, and like you're hard pressed to find something that tastes that good. Yeah, no, that definitely, definitely is 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 a good pick. I'm gonna. All right, I'm gonna have to go off the board. I'm gonna have to go off the board here. It's uh, you know what? I'm gonna keep that in honorable mentions. I I'm gonna place a little time card here. Actually, no, I'm kidding. I'm gonna give it a go here. I'm gonna go flow and backwards hats. Something wow. when you have a nice flow and a backwards hat on in the summer is unbelievable. You got that good look going. You're going fishing. You find one of those like matted hats, yeah, you a little haircut, but you're like, you know what, my hair is kind of wet. Slick it back, put on a backwards hat. You got some wings going too. Yeah, on real. Yeah, it looked really good in high school. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, if you had that, you were like, wow, like look at that guy. Well, from your high school, right? So, well, yeah, we all had a Bass Pro hat, but at my four, are we on right? That was our third. Yeah. Yeah. So give me Mario and Luigi on my four. That was a good two. Deal. They complement each other really well. I think they bring a good dynamic to the locker room. Uh, a lot of people argue that it could be a diversity pick, but I don't think uh, you can say that when you have oil and garlic leading the way. But uh, yeah, give me Mario and Luigi. It's a great pick. Great at four. I'm going to have to go with another duo that's been there since our childhood. They're not together anymore, but Sky Bree and Johnny Sins. Great duo, I'd say. Made some great videos together. I think really solidified my teenage years there. Uh, There's nothing much to say. They were just solid. I'd say right now, if you were to put it in hockey terms, they're just a good depth piece to have on the roster. You know what you're getting out of them, and and they're putting in a full 60 and getting pucks in deep. Like They're, they're that type of, type of duo. That's what you like. It's a good pick. But I think I might have a better one to round out my five. And I'm going to go with Dion Phaneuf and Carl Gunnarsson. <laughs> no, well, okay, it's definitely a lie. I'm not even going to say that. But uh, they were the one pair, top pairing in the NHL for a long time. And nobody could understand, A, how Phaneuf was a captain, and B, how they were a top pairing. Uh, and I just enjoyed watching every little bit of it. So I'm going to take them on my team. Fuck, man, that those Leafs teams were so were so good. They're funny, man. Like just enjoyable. 
All right. My last, I guess, fifth round duo. It's going to have to be Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. It's a great duo. I, I love them for the country. Can't believe they, uh, they just, they just done well in their whole term. I'm just really happy. It's a good duo. I feel like they're really just, uh, giving us a good image in the States. I'm a big, uh, big demo Democrat and really happy with happy what they've been doing. Why do you have to get political like that, man? I like Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. It's a great duo. All right. All right. Do you like powerful women? Love powerful women. Me too. Me too. Uh, I actually like that pick a lot. Like Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I think Joe Biden. Oh, it's just Joe Biden, man. You ever watch like the clips of him talking and he's like, America will not be america the chinese the, the homework and you're like joe what are you talking about man like yeah yeah no, i know i definitely am that's a good pick to round out the draft man what do you say we call it there hit the road jack don't you come back no more no more no more no more hit the road jack and don't you come back no more what you say